You're listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast with pet business coach Kristen Morrison. Episode number 103. Welcome to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast, where it's all about pet business challenges, real coaching, and real solutions to help you thrive in your pet business and in your life. And now, here's your host, pet business coach Kristen Morrison. As pet care professionals, your clients trust you to care for their furry family members. Pet Sitters Associates is here to help. For over 20 years, Pet Sitters Associates has provided thousands of members with quality pet care insurance. If you work in the pet care industry or you want to make your passion for pets into a profession, you can take your career to the next level with flexible coverage options, client connections, and complete freedom in running your business. Learn why Pet Sitters Associates is the perfect fit for you and get a free quote today at PetSitLLC.com. Also, Pet Sitters Associates is offering Prosperous Pet Business Podcast listeners $15 off when you join today by using the discount code PODCAST at checkout. To find out more, go to the podcast show notes page at ProsperousPetBusiness.com forward slash podcast 103. Hi, pet business owners. I hope you are doing well today. Whenever you're listening to this, whether it's day or night, I hope you're doing well. I want to thank all of you who have recently written reviews for me on whatever podcast app you use. It means so much to me. It really does. I read each and every review and it really makes a difference. Um, for me and for the podcast. It helps it come up higher on the search. So I just want to thank you for helping me, helping the podcast, and also helping those in need of this information to be able to find it more easily because of your review. And if you haven't yet written one, and if you're willing to do it, no pressure, no worries. If not, But if you are, I really want to ask if you would just take a moment, if the podcast has been impactful for you in any way, or added to your, you know, information gathering process in terms of starting, growing your business, I would welcome and just be so grateful if you would be willing to write a short review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the podcast. So before we go into the coaching session with Katie, that's this week's coaching client that I'm working with, I wanted to let you know, if you don't yet know, that I do offer monthly live webinars. And this month's webinar is how to start and grow your pet sitting and dog walking business. So this is a live webinar that I'm teaching this month. And If you need to start your business, if you need a refresh because of the pandemic, wherever you're at in terms of your business, this will be good for you, except if you are a very long time business owner and you've got a lot of business coming in and you feel like really grounded and settled and have a firm foundation in your business, this is not the webinar for you. But if you're interested in starting, growing, or even restarting your business, 
as a result of the pandemic, this will be the perfect webinar for you. And one of the things that a lot of the attendees really love about my live webinars is that at the end, I answer your questions. And I love that. I never know, just like with the podcast, I never know really what's going to be coming at me. And I love that. There's something really exhilarating for me. It's sort of like taking a leap, you know, a bungee cord leap. (laughs) And knowing that I will, you know, I'll find my way, but, you know, I don't always know where it's going at the beginning. And Katie's session today is a lot like that, actually. It really is. But I'll talk about that in just a minute. But first, I just want to say, if you're interested in attending this month's webinar or finding out about other month's webinars coming up in the future, you can go to the show notes page, which is prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 103. That's the number 103. Again, prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 103. So I'd love to have you join me. And if you can't, for some reason, attend a live webinar, but you really want the information, go ahead and sign up because you will receive the webinar recording the day after the live webinar happens. All who sign up will receive that recording. And for this month's webinar, the How to Start and Grow Your Pet Sitting and Dog Walking Business, there is a tips and tools booklet that I will also be giving each and every attendee. So you will be receiving that as well. The other thing I want to say is that in today's session with Katie, she had her hair (laughs) was next to the mic. She was using earbuds with a mic and her hair was kind of touching against the mic at certain times. And I really didn't want to interrupt her because she was so engrossed in what she was saying. And I really feel like it's important to let my coaching client talk when they need to. And I also didn't want to keep harping on that because I felt like I really wanted her to get what she needed out of the session. So you will hear me asking her about that. But again, I was aware that it was happening and I was aware that it might be a little bit annoying for some of you podcast listeners, but it didn't happen very often. So if you can just kind of bear with it, I want to really encourage you to do that because this is a really important episode today. It's so interesting because I really thought and anticipated that this would go in a very different direction than it ended up going. And that is true for many of my coaching sessions. When I'm working with those of you who contact me for this podcast, but also when I'm doing private paid coaching sessions, I never know where it's going to end up. And I'm using my gut instinct. I'm using my logic. And from there, I'm kind of teasing out what I feel like most needs to be worked with, with this particular client that's in front of me in this coaching session. And so I had an idea of where I thought this would go in the beginning. That is not where it ended up. And where it ended up is exactly where Katie needed to go. And the other thing I want to share with you, which you may or may not know, is that I don't do very much editing on these coaching sessions because I really want it to be authentic and real. 
I want you, the listener, to really feel as though you are in the room with us. I am working with Katie today, but I am also working with you. You are a fly on the wall, and I want you to really get like every single bit that you can out of the session. And because of that, I really don't like editing uh, much of the session at all. I really feel like that kind of waters down a lot of the juice of the session and leads to it being inauthentic. And so even though I absolutely could edit a lot of these coaching sessions, I choose not to. And it's a very conscious choice so that you can feel like you're really there and in the room with both of us and part of the process, really, because during the coaching sessions, it's not an edited process. <laughs> and so I want this to be as real and just deeply authentic as at all possible. And so that's why if you're thinking, wow, why didn't she edit that out? It's because I really want you to get the full Monty. <laughs> I want you to get the full experience of this coaching session. So that being said, here is the session with Katie. Hello, Katie. It's so nice to be here speaking with you. I am thrilled and I'm so sorry I'm not on video. Normally I am, but I'm just not today. Oh, you're fine. (laughs) Good. But I am thrilled to see you, lovely lady. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. So let's just dive in. Okay. Tell me a little bit about your business and whatever else you want to share with me. Yeah. Um, I started pet sitting for fun when I was younger. And then in 2018, I started pet sitting more professionally locally. Um, I was kind of wanting a change from my, um, current job that I had at the time. And, um, I was kind of part-time and then full-time. And then in November of 2019, right before like the Thanksgiving rush, I decided to go full-time and quit my job. Mm -hmm. And then I was really building a clientele and everything was going well. And then I registered my LLC and got my website in February of 2020. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And then we all know what happened right (laughs) after that. Yes, we do. Um, and at the time, uh, most of my clients that had found me were all mainly just from Rover. Cause that's kind of where I had started. And uh-huh. I was in the process of switching them all over and having them sign my paperwork. And, um, yeah, so I took a pretty hard hit over COVID. Um, and I've always offered like dog walking, drop-in visits and overnights. Mm-hmm. And, um, I had mainly just dog walking clients for people that already like knew and trusted me and a lot of neighbors. And that kind of held me through most of the summer. And then, Mm -hmm. um, I made the decision in September of 2020 to close my business. I Mm -hmm. reopened in March of 2021 Mm -hmm. and, um, because I had like an established business, I was able to build clientele really quickly, which was amazing. And it all started with one weekly client. And that's when I quit my job and never looked back, I guess, even though it's, only been, it's been literally like to the day. Um, yesterday, it was a year that I oh, had quit my job. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. Um, 
So yeah, I mean, we've just been kind of going along. I had one employee for most of last year. She's Uh actually coming back. She was on like a family leave and Uh um, she's coming back in a couple months, but I have two employees right now. Um, I'm the only one doing overnights and they help me usually just during the week with dog walks and sometimes Uh vacation visits if it works Uh with our like regular schedule. Uh Um, But yeah. Okay, great. Good. I love all of this information. And also I can really feel your excitement and your joy for the business. And, and, you know, some people might've felt like, oh, it's not meant to be COVID happened, you know? So I just really appreciate and acknowledge your resiliency. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I knew I was, I I needed to come back to it and I was not having, I like fell into a really deep depression while I was working like kind of a lower management retail job when I took a break because I just didn't have any money coming in. And then Mm -hmm. um, that first request kind of came through like right before vaccinations were happening. Mm -hmm. And um, I was just like, this is a sign I need to do it. And within a few weeks I was starting to have like a lot of people reach out and Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it like snowballed so quickly that by June I was like working like around the clock and doing overnights. And that's when I made the decision to hire. Yeah. Where's your business located? We're in the suburbs in between Denver and Boulder, Colorado. Okay, great. And that's, I've heard just such a booming area. I mean, it's always been, but I've heard it's taken on a new level yeah, there's a lot of um, really nice developments happening, mm-hmm. um, and there's just a, a ton of growth. New apartments, mm-hmm. new housing. I mean, I don't know where they're going to put it all, but they're building more. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, yeah, yeah, more people. Okay, great. Okay, good. And when you contacted me, what were you most wanting help with? Um, I'm kind of in this phase right now where like. I'm at the point where I know that I could cut overnights. I'm just not, I usually dread them. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to necessarily do them anymore. I Mm -hmm. raised my overnight rate by $40 a night just to kind of like make it so no one requested them anymore. And I'm still Uh getting new clients and Uh I'm I'm more picky with, who and where I'm working. Um, mm-hmm. but ultimately I just don't want to do them anymore. Mm-hmm. Ideally we would just be more of like a dog walking company. Cause mm-hmm. that's truly where my heart is. Yeah. Um, and you know, I know that my pricing is right. I'm one of the highest priced sitters in the area that just mm-hmm. serves our area. And I know I can get there. It's just like, it is still so much of my personal income and mm-hmm. I can't have employees do it just with labor laws in Colorado. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to go. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then also too, like I work nonstop. I'm glued mm-hmm. to my phone. I rarely do anything fun. Um, mm-hmm. My whole life revolves around my business and yeah. That's how it's always been for me with anything that I've done in any sort of job. I usually mm-hmm. am not able to detach. Um, mm-hmm. But it's come to the point where like, I feel like I have no hobbies anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally on my days off, I want to just like sit around and do nothing. And then I wind up feeling unproductive and then find yeah. 
stuff to do work-wise. And yeah. so it's kind of that, especially when I have overnights too, you know, I'm on yeah. and working the yep. entire day and then I get to an overnight and then Ugh. I'm lucky if I can relax. <laughs> yeah, totally. So one of the things I'm going to recommend that you do is strive for being unproductive. Yeah, it's a struggle. <laughs> I get it. And I think not like I want you to do that, you know, Monday through Sunday, <laughs> not that, but I, I get how the guilt can creep in. Like I'm not doing enough. Yeah. And here's the thing though, there's always going to be something you can do that is important yeah. <laughs> or necessary, you know, but yeah. the thing is, is that then you don't have any kind of life. And so you really are going to need to pick and choose, you know, it's like picking your battles. Like what is most important today that I need to do? And then giving yourself a break. So I think the overnights are going to help like letting that go eventually. But I think for you, because you are kind of a typical entrepreneur mentality, you know, which is how you are where you are right now. You know, it's served you well. It's just, you need to learn how to work with it in a way that works for you. Like yeah. this is working great for your business. This kind of like, I'm going to work 12, <laughs> 15, 18 hours a day. Yeah. And then sleep <laughs> and wake up and rinse and repeat, right? Not yeah. working for you, working great for your business. Yeah. So- it's hard because like I can literally do everything from my phone. Yeah. So it's hard. You know, I wake up in the morning, I pick yeah. up my phone. Oh, who's messaged me? Who's canceling something? You yes. know, am I yeah. going to have an employee call out? Like it's, it's definitely, yeah. I mean, I have anxiety and ADHD, which definitely doesn't help with being a business owner. <laughs> yeah. Well, it does. So. <laughs> it can actually, it really can. I've worked with a number of people that have anxiety or ADHD in their absolutely fantastic business owners. They don't let anything fall through the cracks, you know, in that way, yeah. they're really good and they get a lot of stuff done, you know? I mean, but the, yeah. But what about you? Like <laughs> I'm coming back to you, my darling person <laughs> that I'm working with here, sweetheart. So I am an advocate for your well being, like 100%. Yeah, I, I'm an I advocate for your business too. I yeah. want your business to do really well, but you know, you need to do really well too. And yeah. so, you know, and here's the thing going back to the use of the phone, like that phone, the phone is addictive. You know, yeah. they, a lot of scientists now are equating it with smoking cigarettes. It's like as, um, damaging for us as cigarettes, not in the same way, of course, Yeah, but in the way that it keeps us sedentary, it keeps us like stuck behind something and not living our lives fully. It keeps us in our mind a lot. Right. And yeah. it, it can also take anxiety to a whole other level. Because you never know what you're going to deal with when you open your phone. You know, I'm saying open, but like yeah. open the text, <laughs> right? Open your, yeah. yeah. And so you have to control it right now. It is controlling you. 
100% it is. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, and this is not easy work. I can tell you that because I've had to do it in my own life. So I know from personal experience how hard it can be to begin to set parameters and boundaries around this phone. But I've also worked with a lot of people who have done this work and it's not easy work. So I'm just going to say that right off the bat. Yeah. Feelings are going to come up when your phone is in a drawer, which I'm going to tell you to do when it's not in use or in the glove box when you're driving or in the trunk, if you have one in your car, Yeah, getting it away from you. And that may be like the very first step is when you're driving. Like we really want to like do this in bite-sized pieces That's not like, okay, here's the thing. You only get to pick up your phone five times a day. You know, (laughs) I'm not going to say that because then you'll just have it on in your hand the whole time. Like, yeah, (laughs) I only picked it up once, you know? No, we're going to start out very small, but this is going to seem monumental and very hard. So I want you, when you are driving, when you get in your car, I want you to put your phone in your glove box or do you have a trunk? Um, I mean, I have like a hatchback. I have an SUV so I could toss it back there. <laughs> you could, but if you have dogs back there, I don't want, you know, them oh, to no, eat it. No. Okay. Okay. No. Yeah. We don't okay. do any like transport. Or okay. Awesome. So I want you to, I want you to put it back there because if you put it in your glove box, you're going to be more likely to get it at a stop sign. Do you do that? Do you, um, I mean, my phone is, normally in like my cup holder plugged in to my car or it's like in my hand and I'm okay. very I'm very good at multitasking I'll put it that I way no I bet you are I can only imagine I can only imagine so this is your homework my dear this is part 1 of your new life okay where you are beginning to take control back The phone has been like a puppy that's peeing and pooping all over the place, right? It's keeping you from living your life fully. Yeah. And that is not okay. I had the epiphany, I think it was yesterday and I was doing a walk and I was walking two dogs and one is a puppy and I am like never on my phone, especially with puppies because they're so quick to do anything. But I had the realization that sometimes the only time I feel like free from my phone is when I'm like, doing a dog walk where I don't like have my phone out. <laughs> yeah. That's like, oh, it's the yeah. only time I feel like, okay with not having yeah. my phone out. Cause I won't, but like, yeah, there, it was a moment of like, wow, this is like the only time I really feel okay without like being glued to my phone or another mm-hmm. screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're bad. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. And I want you to know, sweetheart, this is common, not like you're not unique, but this is super common. So what you're dealing with is what a lot of people deal with. And it is hard. It's hard work because there's some kind of need that's being met by the constant use of the phone. And we don't have time in this, in this uh, coaching call to like get to that need, but you know, what I would encourage you to do is to do some journal writing about it. Like, you know, I don't, maybe there is something that comes to mind right now. Is there anything when you like tune into that? 
Um, I think it's partly like on the business side, it's like, I don't want to miss a client inquiry or an important message or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, and then I think the other side of it too, is like, I do spend a lot of time in Facebook groups for pet sitters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like connected in that way. Oh, right? Cause like yeah. we're so isolated as pet sitters. <sighs> yes. Yeah. So I think it's those two things. It's like wanting yeah. to stay connected to like the few people that I interact with yeah. and then also like not wanting to miss a business thing. Right. Okay. So I want to start with connection. Okay. I want to actually talk about that a little bit. It's so interesting because I was just coaching someone, you know, her dog walking business is very solitary and she said, it's so lonely. Yeah, it can so be. I- I know. I said that. I said, I feel you. I understand. And she actually wants to get a business partner as a way to like have more interaction. And I think it's a good move for her, not necessarily for everyone, but you know, yeah. Yeah. But so I want to go back to you getting your need met on Facebook, which is, you know, like not, no shame in that. Like, Lots of people get their need met that way. I know yeah. I do sometimes too. You know, it's okay. Um, and just so you know, there's a sound when you nod your head. I don't want you to stop nodding your head, but I think it might be your earring that's kind of rubbing against or something. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Good. Because <laughs> it's like, it sounds like a dog chain. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, don't worry. It's okay. It is what it is. So. Give me a second here. I want to come back to what we were talking about. So a lot of people get their need met through Facebook and that's why they're on it a lot. You know, there's also the dopamine rush when somebody likes or comments on a post, you know, it kind of stimulates that I'm likable. They like me, you know, whatever <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, so I want to like, share a little bit of something like this epiphany that I had a number of years ago when I was working in my business. And I I was at the point that you are where I realized I'm lonely and I'm with dogs all the time. I love dogs, but I also love people. And, you know, we humans are pack animals just like dogs are. And, you know, but we need other humans. Dogs do not fill the human-sized hole that we have in our hearts. They don't. Yeah. They don't. And so I had this awareness and I realized, you know, maybe being an entrepreneur, business owner wasn't for me because I miss people so much. And what happened for me is I found out about a business group, like an in-person business group that I then became a part of that has been a part of my life now for gosh, probably 18 years. That's awesome. And I, yeah. And I met with them every week for 18 years. Like even if I'm on vacation sometimes, like it's now on zoom, you know, it'll probably go back to in-person at some point, but even if I'm like on vacation during these zoom times, I will attend because I get so much of that need met. I like so many of the people, many of the women were in my wedding 
You know, I mean, like, that's awesome. Yeah. It's like it opened up a whole new world for me of connection with like minded people. None of them have a pet business, didn't matter. Like, we have businesses, we get it. Right. So, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking there might be something like that for you that is an in person experience. It might be something like BNI. I don't know if you've heard of BNI Business Networking International. I think it stands for. It's so funny you say that because I feel like it's a sign. Like literally, I had my employee here about an hour ago just going over a schedule because I'm going out of town at the end of the month, which is scary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she mentioned BNI a couple of times. I was like, what is that? Like literally just what? an hour ago, she mentioned it. And I hadn't... Like I've heard of that type of group, but I've never yeah. heard that like that name for it until today. (laughs) Well, I I would take that as a sign. I would run with it. And I don't know how much it is. There's a monthly fee. Some people find it expensive. Others don't. So I don't really know how much it is. Regardless. Yep. I know that people who are a part of it that love it are crazy about it because there's so much passion that people have for their businesses People that are part of it get a lot of business from it because you can only have one type of business per group. So there would only be one pet sitter and dog walker in the group that you are a part of. If there was already one, you wouldn't be allowed in, basically. Got it. Yeah. That's really cool, though. It's super cool. Yeah. I'm going to look into it. I'm going to talk to my employee because she also like does something else. She has her own business, too, and that's how right. she got involved. Um, yeah. So. Maybe Good. she and I will start going together. Yes, that would be great. <laughs> and, you know, you'll get a chance to meet all these unusual types of businesses that are local. It's people in your area. Yeah. yeah. I actually created something like that. Um, I used to live in Texas and I was really involved in the vegan community because me and my husband are vegan. And I actually like founded a vegan pop-up market. And it was mainly just like, it was all business owners. And it was like, picture like a farmer's market, but every month or so. And it was just all vegan businesses with intent selling their stuff. And it was really, it was really awesome to connect with everybody that way. Oh my gosh. I bet you do. (laughs) I bet you do. And you know, if you weren't so busy, I would say, ooh, that might be something you want to start. But, but you know, there are a lot of meetups. There are a lot of yeah. meetups. If you go to meetup.com, mm-hmm. you can find, you know, and then it's like, oh, maybe you like the group, maybe group members, maybe you don't. And then you move on to another one if you don't. Yeah. But yeah. I just think, I think for you in person is important. And I would say not Right now, like for these in-person things, because you have limited time right now, we're going to, like, if we work together, we're going to work to get (laughs) you more time. But, you know, this is a start. And, you know, really it's about when you have time and you want to connect, I'm going to say no connections with pet sitters and dog walkers, (laughs) except on Facebook, you know, like doing that, don't like throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? (laughs) I hate that expression, but you know what I mean. (laughs) It's so terrible. It's so terrible. It's terrible, terrible expression. But anyway, I really want to encourage you to, when you are 
giving your time, you know, to something that you're doing in person that it's not pet sitting or dog walking related. It can be business related. Yeah. But, you know, really, I think it's about you opening yourself to other types of people. You know, you're already really immersed in the pet business world and it's your whole life right now. So we want to kind of open the door to have you like be with other types of people that are also business owners. Yeah, that's definitely something that I've wanted to do, but haven't had the chance to. And then here we are, what, two years later in a pandemic? So Yes, I know. I know, (laughs) darling. I know who would have thought, right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, No, that's, that's definitely, yeah, it's going to be hard. I think the hardest thing, honestly, is just putting space between me and my phone. (laughs) I was thinking that. So it's funny that you should say that because so, you know, really, I want you to be rigorous about your phone and putting it in your hatchback. Create that habit. Okay. Yeah. If you need to get to a destination and you don't know how to get there, you can load it up. Yeah. Before. And then, you know, then you've got the directions, right? And it'll guide you verbally. If you run a pet business like pet sitting, dog walking, dog training, or pet grooming, it can feel like the work never ends. Customer service, hiring staff, paperwork, your to-do list goes on and on. Plus, you still need to do the actual work that pays your bills. Running your business with pen and paper is hard and messy. You know you need a better system to stay on top of everything so nothing falls through the cracks. Jobber is a mobile and online app that helps keep your pet business organized, efficient, and professional. With Jobber, you can send price quotes to your clients, schedule your pet care providers, send invoices, and accept payments online, all in one place. You won't know how you ran your pet business without it. Jobber offers free one-on-one coaching to help you get started. No software experience is required. Get paid on time, go paperless, and impress your clients. Try it free today at getjobber.com forward slash pets. That's getjobber.com forward slash pets. Or visit the show notes page and click the Jobber link to get started today. The other thing I want you to do is I want you to really look at your relationship to your phone first thing in the morning. Oh, and you're, it's making that noise again. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> just put your hair away. Yeah. There you go, darling. I just won't <laughs> nod anymore. No, I want you to nod. I want you to be normal. I'd be like, act normal. Everything's fine. Yeah. So, you know, there's this quote in my How to Recover from pet business burnout book. I have quotes in every single chapter at the beginning of every chapter. And Mm -hmm. I I can't remember what the quote is verbatim here, but I'm going to try. And it's something like, it's something like when I pick up my phone first thing in the morning, it's like putting my hands in a beehive. Yeah. It's like all hell breaks loose, right? 
Yeah. And is that really the way we want to start our precious day? Nope. Yeah. So it's not like you can't do this, you know, in even like I would start like the first 10 minutes. Like we really want to do baby steps for you. Yeah. For anybody that's really <clears throat> feeling like they're glued to their phone. It's not about like creating this intense schedule with the phone and like making it this intense thing. We want to start very small. And so, you know, the first 10 minutes, you mentioned you have a husband. So Mm -hmm. maybe connecting with your husband. Yeah. Like what? I just saw your face a little bit. (laughs) I know. I was just thinking, I was like, no, I mean, we're, we're, he's just as bad as I am on his phone too, which doesn't make things yeah, easier. I but I just picture like we both, mm-hmm. we both wake up and immediately grab our phones. It's so habitual. I know. So <laughs> you're going to want to get him on board with this too, if you can. Does he express that this is a challenge for him? No, but. Okay. Well. I what, disagree. Uh-huh. Well, you know what we teach others how we want to be treated. And it's the same. We teach others through our behavior, you know, and, and the thing is the phone is contagious. You pick up your phone. He's going to, he picks up his phone. You're going to feel that rush of desire for your phone. It really is like a powerful, potent thing. I notice it with my husband, like I'll kind of play around with it. Like he won't be on his phone and I'll pick it up. And literally within like less than a minute, it's like this force comes over his hand and he just like picks it up. And I said, I, I planned that. Like (laughs) I knew that if I picked up my phone, you would be doing it too. And, and, And I said, and when you do it, I do it too. It's contagious. Yeah. It really is. I mean, that's why you see people post pictures on social media, like of, you know, five teenagers in a row and they're all like hunched over on their phones. And I it's, know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah. It is for yeah. sure. So, but the thing is, you know, small changes create big impact. Yeah. So, you know, this like, and, and I would really have a conversation with your husband and say, I get that you don't think this is a problem. You don't want to try to convince him this is a problem. That is not going to help at all. (laughs) But what I would say is I get that you don't think this is a problem. And I, you know, that's your business. I feel like I have a bit of a problem with a phone. I can really use your help. Would you be willing to help me? And he'll say, well, what do you need? And, And you can say, I really would love it if the first 10 minutes of us waking up that we both were just human beings waking up and like, you know, and that would mean putting your phone, like starting the night before putting your phone away outside of the bedroom, you know, or maybe you're on it. Like, again, we want to do small changes. So maybe you're both on it at night that so be it, right. We're making small changes. We're not like, no phone in the bedroom, not that. But but what you would do then is take your phone out of the bedroom when you're done, when you're about to go to sleep. Yeah. You know, and you both do that. 
But see, that's the thing is I have anxiety about not having my phone like near me when I'm sleeping in case there's an emergency. That's but, the other side of it too. Well, but the thing is, <laughs> is that there should never be like an, um, I, yes, there might be an emergency, but you're sleeping. I know. I mean, you know, I know. What if you were like in a cabin somewhere in the woods? on a much needed vacation and your phone didn't work like, you know, and people couldn't reach you. So I'm just like offering this. Oh and the yeah. thing is I'm imagining what time do you go to bed? Usually between nine and 10. Okay. And what time do you typically wake up? Six ish. Okay. So, you know, you can definitely like nine and 10, if a client is contacting you, it needs to go to voicemail. Oh yeah. I mean, or the I, text. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you know, you looking at it, you looking at it stimulates the anxiety, right? Yeah. Right mm-hmm. before bed. Well, that's the mistake I make is that I check my software and sometimes there are messages, even if I have my phone on like, do not disturb, you know, I go in. Okay. So that's <laughs> okay. So same thing, no yeah. software after And, you know, I would, so we're going to wrap up here in a minute, but I want you to actually write a list of rules for yourself. And, you know, what they might be is like my rules for well-being, for enhanced well-being, or, you know, something like that. Like the phone goes in the trunk when I get in the car and then you've added another opportunity for you to be a human being. Yeah. In addition to the dog walking, right? Yeah. You can check it when you when you park. No <laughs> problem. But then you've got your full attention on it, right? You can yeah. deal with it. And then you put it back in your trunk if you're walking a dog, right? Yeah. You leave your phone out of the bedroom, you know, or you know, after you've looked at your phone at night, you put it away in another room or at the very least, like in a drawer in your bedroom that's yeah. far away from your bed. And you, yeah. you know, see if you can get your husband on board for this for just 10 minutes and doing that at night because, you know, we can set up our behavior at night for the next day. Yeah. And this is a way that you can do that. For sure. Yeah. I definitely, like, I need to do it. (laughs) I know you do, darling. (laughs) You know, just so you know, I'm kind of doing it along with you a little bit because I started a 21-day cleanse today. And you're, like, one of my last coaching clients for a serious chunk of time. And I'm there are going to be days like full on days where I'm not on my phone and there are going to be days where I'm not on my computer, not the whole 21 days, but you know, and I'm creating my schedule after this of like sitting down and creating an Excel spreadsheet for the next 21 days of when my phone and computer like go away so that I can be Kristen yeah. and not, you know, Kristen behind a computer or behind a phone. 
you know, so I'm doing like a technology detox in addition to this food detox as well. Yeah. So you're not alone in this as you're like diving into the unknown. Like, you know, I do put away my phone. I do a lot of the, a lot of what I've shared with you, but you know, I haven't in a very long time gone for like days without my phone. So that's going to bring up some stuff for me. I literally am like trying to picture myself doing that. And like, I would be like twitchy and like (laughs) full of anxiety. You know, that's, if you think about people that are detoxing from like alcohol or drugs, they get twitchy, right? (laughs) But that's the way they're cleaning their system. Yeah. So maybe twitchy isn't bad. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe that's the bridge to yeah. you, you know, your well-being. And yeah. are you going to think about your phone? You bet it's going to be on your mind a lot. Yeah. But gradually you're going to feel like your nervous system's going to calm down. You're going to be inhabiting your body again in a way that perhaps you haven't in a long time. Yeah. You're going to be looking at life from, you know, actually looking at life instead of like behind a phone there's power in that yeah 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 that's definitely the direction i want to go <laughs> yeah yeah so it starts with any big change starts with a desire yeah for something different so that's where you're at you're in this desire i've given you some action steps to actually begin to do it. It's again, not like we're going to go cold Turkey here with the phone. Yeah. But we are going to set boundaries for you because your phone is peeing and pooping all over the place right now. (laughs) Like it, it has you wrapped around it. I also have an Apple watch, which makes it even worse. (laughs) Yeah. So that (laughs) needs to come off. Yeah. Seriously. I would say. I didn't know that. <laughs> I know. So had I known that, darling, I would have said that's coming off. I don't care how much you paid for it. You know, I mean, yeah. maybe when you're going on a walk to work out, you need to keep track of your steps, but you know, it's helpful with pet sitting. I think honestly, like it needs to be like a work watch almost like okay. I need to treat it like that instead of like personal. Yeah. And that way I can utilize it when I don't have my hands free, but yeah, yeah, it needs to. I understand. Yeah. (laughs) But you know, again, I would say for all of these things that needs to happen with the Apple watch. Yeah. So, you know, when you put your phone away in a drawer at night, you're putting your Apple watch away. Yeah. I don't care if you have a sleep app, forget it. Like, you know, you're going to sleep much better with it off. I already know I sleep terribly. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, not for that. Well, but you <laughs> might, you might notice that you sleep much better after a few days of, you know, you calming your nervous system down by not being on your phone as much yeah. or your Apple watch as much. Yeah, yeah. And when you're, you know, when you're going into your car, the Apple watch goes there with with your phone. Really? Yeah, it does. Like, you know, if you're able to just check email while you're driving, same thing. Like you're going to be back where you started. Yeah. Yep. Okay. 
I know yes. it's not easy. <laughs> I mean, if it were easy, everybody would do it. And oh, for sure. being all around you, there's going to be that contagion thing that's going to happen. Like, why do they get to do it? And I don't, you know, <laughs> but really, you know, think about your mantra might be something like being apart from my phone is calming my nervous system. And that yeah. really is a, you know, much needed right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And what is the phone? Like one of the things when you're reaching for it and you don't quite know why is what do, you know, what is this phone trying to fill? What's the need that's, you know, needing to be met that likely won't be met by this phone? Like, what yeah. do I really need to give it? And, you know, you talked about connection, right? So that is a real way to meet a need. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I am ready. <laughs> I feel it, girl. I really do. I just feel like I have really, like, I talk about it all the time with my husband, how like, so, like, sometimes I get really frustrated with our dogs or him. And it's truly just, I am constantly doing so much for others. And I know that that's mm -hmm. like what comes with this type of, you know, yeah, business, but yeah, it's like, by the end of the day, it's like, I'm just so tied into everything else. I, I barely even think about myself and yeah. I, need to, I need to do that. And you I know do. that you do. And this is the first step. Yeah. Like there'll be so many other wonderful things that come after this when you begin to do this. So this is like the beginning of your journey of connection to yourself, connection to your well-being, giving yourself what you really need instead of, you know, a band-aid, which is the phone. Yeah. Doesn't help. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm grateful that I got to speak with you because, you know, I've been listening to your podcast. I think I've listened to almost every episode and like, you definitely have that like life coach, therapist <laughs> kind of approach that I know I need. <laughs> so yeah. I'm grateful that I'm able to spend this time talking with you. And um, you're always very insightful. And I know how much you care about the people that you work with. Oh, I really do. <laughs> I really do. And, you know, and also I get it. Like it's yeah. not just me saying, oh, do this or do that. Like, I feel for you. Well, you've been there. <laughs> yeah, I have. And I'm still there. Like, I'm not yeah. fully, like I'm, you know, you're on the beginning of the journey. I'm maybe halfway on this journey of my relationship with my phone. Yeah. You know, and, and the next three weeks are going to take me to another level of that. Yeah. So, you know, know that I'm on the journey with you, darling. You're not alone yeah. with it. <laughs> like, you know, maybe your husband will or won't do it, but, you know, know that I'm here and there are lots of other people too that are, that are there, that are really trying their best to bring their attention back to themselves. Yeah. 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 
we'll get there. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It starts with small steps. It really does. It's not about yeah. like a huge leap when it comes to these kinds of things. You know? Yeah. Although I am pretty sure that I'm going to like turn off my phone after this and be like, all right, Good. starting. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I want you to put it in a drawer or something like there's yeah. power in, I found that it's one thing to just like put it on the counter, but it's still like pulling for my attention. Yeah. When I put it in a drawer, I'm closing it. Yeah. It's like going in the doghouse <laughs> with the door closed. Yeah. Or a kennel or some, you know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. like a boundary. Yeah. A very clearly defined boundary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, do that. Like after we get off, and I want you to put your Apple Watch there too. Yeah. And just <laughs> for like maybe half hour. And the other thing I want you to do too, final thing, is to get a timer that's not your phone. You can get them on Amazon. Like I, you know, I have a very simple timer that I got for like $7. And I used it this morning to meditate because I usually use Insight Timer, which I love, but it's I have that up too. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, no. (laughs) You're not going on Insight Timer as much as you love it. Like I had this conversation with myself. So I got out my analog, you know, timer that's very old fashioned and, you know, and set it for 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So these points of contact, like that's a point of contact. I need to use Insight Timer, I think, right? No, that's going to get me on my phone. (laughs) What am I going to do right after insight timer meditation is over? I'm going to look at my texts. It creates a whole chain reaction. Mm -hmm. We have to stop the points of contact and getting a timer will help because then, you know, next time when you want to set the timer for 30 minutes, you're not going to set it on your phone. Yeah. (laughs) It's true. Yeah. But don't worry about setting a timer right now. You know, use your internal timer. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I want to know how it went. I will. I do plan on coaching with you. So get updates for sure. Oh, good. I look forward (laughs) to it. All right, my dear. Awesome. Thank you so much for today. You are so welcome. Okay. You take good care. You too. Bye. Hi, pet business owners. I hope that you got a lot out of that session and that you are perhaps looking at your own relationship to your phone. When you're listening to this, I am deep in the middle of my cleanse. (laughs) I'm uh, doing a 21-day cleanse, and so I am at least halfway through it when you're listening to this, maybe even close to the end of it. And part of my cleanse process is really detaching from my phone and computer, as I mentioned in this session. So if you're interested in finding out more about coaching with me, or you want to find out more about any of the items that you think could be helpful for you that were mentioned in this podcast, I want to encourage you to go to the show notes page, prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 103. That is the number 103. 
And what will also be there is this month's webinar, How to Start and Grow Your Pet Sitting and Dog Walking Business. So that will be there as well as a link to the monthly webinar page. I also have anytime access webinars, which you are welcome to peruse and see which ones could interest you. So all of that will be on the show notes page. And I wish you a beautiful day or evening whenever you're listening to this and wherever you're at in the world. Thank you so much for being such an important part of this podcast. It wouldn't be here if it weren't for listeners like you and coaching clients like Katie who are showing up so courageously and vulnerably to share themselves, their struggles, their challenges with you. And so I'm really, really grateful to Katie and to all of the pet business owners who have shown up so courageously on these episodes. And I'll have more of these coaching segments for you soon. So I'll see you next time. Take good care. Bye. Want to take what you're learning from the podcast and begin to apply it in your own pet business so you can see powerful results? The Pet Business Online Course Learning Platform can help you do that. You'll find instant access courses that can help you launch or grow your pet business starting right now. You can watch, listen, and learn from the courses right now or whenever works best for you and from wherever you're at in the world. The How to Start Your Pet Sitting and Dog Walking Business in 7 Days online course gives you step-by-step instruction and comprehensive tools to help you launch your own pet care business and get paying clients in just one week. The four-week Pet Business Catapult program provides a weekly comprehensive plan to help you create systems and strategies so you can work on your business instead of in your business. You'll also learn exactly what you need to find, hire, and train quality staff and attract high-paying, profitable clients. With these classes and the many other online classes you'll find on the course platform, you can take your pet business to a new level of growth and success starting right now. Go to PetBusinessCourses.com. That's PetBusinessCourses.com or use the online learning platform link in the show notes page to start transforming your pet business right now. You'll find many classes for all your business needs, including how to get your website higher on the search engines and how to use Facebook marketing to grow your pet business, plus many others. New courses are added monthly. These online courses provide solutions and actionable steps so you can quickly take your business to a new level of growth and profitability. And you'll receive your courses in less than 60 seconds after ordering. To find out more, go to PetBusinessCourses.com. Thank you for listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast. It would be great if you would take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes. For any questions, comments, or pet business coaching topics you would like to hear on future podcasts, please visit us at www.prosperouspetbusiness.com or www.sixfigurepetbusinessacademy.com.